Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Adam Sandler, Please Stop, a complete retrospective of Adam Sandler's influence on film. I'm Marie Maloney, and with me, as always, is my co-host... Caleb George. This week, we got we got a nice, uplifting oh, one this week. Thank God. <laughs> it's, it's fun. It's sweet. Uh, in many ways, we're watching Emperor's New Groove, starring David Spade, John Goodman, and Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kid? Yeah. Old Catwoman's in here? Yes, she is. And Ernest Scared Stupid? <laughs> I, oh, I don't remember her from Ernest Scared She's Stupid. She's the old witch lady in Ernest Scared Stupid. I don't think I remember Ernest Scared Stupid. <laughs> it's the only one I remember. <laughs> um, it was released on December 15th, the year 2000. Okay. Uh, Almost over 19 years old. Yeah. Uh, this film's in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, this film's getting drunk student. on the weekends. <laughs> it's bloodshot eyes on that test on Monday morning. That's what Emperor's that is. New Groove. Yeah. Goes to Iowa State. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove rages. Okay. Plot synopsis. Emperor Cusco, voiced by David Spade, is turned into a llama by his ex-administrator, Yzma, and must now regain his throne with the help of a gentle llama herder. Is that Patrick Warburton? Is Patrick Warburton in this? So Patrick Warburton is Kronk. That's right. <laughs> um, do we okay? Do we want to do fan mail first, or do we want to do facts? Let's do facts. Okay. So listen, Caleb. Fact one: uh, <laughs> This is Bacon's favorite movie. <laughs> sure, perhaps I could. <laughs> perhaps I could regale you with like a couple boring facts. Okay. But I thought it might be more fun. <laughs> I found this uh, this article while I was researching. Okay. Um, it's from MTV.com, and it's seven cronk facts that are better than spinach puffs. The fuck did you just say to me? Seven what words are those? Cronk facts that are better than spinach puffs. I think in the movie he really loves spinach puffs. Is that he's what like it is? cooking them. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we haven't started it, so okay. our memories are not... It's been a long not, time since I've watched this movie. Our oh, memories are not refreshed. Probably but 19 years. Yeah. You were not in college. In college. Were you? No. 19 years ago? <laughs> that doesn't seem right. No, I was in. Uh, I was a freshman in high school. But this is like a... So let's just, let's just get into some Let's get into it. Let's facts. do it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> the first fact is Warburton had no idea what a cronk even was. Same. So when he went into the studio, he's like, what the fuck's a cronk? Like, what am I being? Yeah. Am I an animal? Am I like, uh, like a weird made up cartoon? Um, what am I? And he didn't, re- he just knew he was a henchman. He didn't know that it, like, it was people. And his, his name was Cronk. He is just a human, right? Yeah, he's a human. Right. He just went in and recorded the voice and he's like, I'm a henchman. That's all I know. As if, as if that affected <laughs> any choice he made, he still was going to come in there and be like, so what am I doing? Like he, <laughs> I am Cronk. And then just done Patrick Warburton. Yeah. Like he always does. I know. And we're really suffering from not having bacon today. I know. Of we his need Patrick, that Patrick Warburton. Spot on Patrick Warburton. But yeah. we had to do this because Disney Plus is coming out. Yeah. We had to do it before it jumped on there. Yeah. And then we found out. And then we found out it might have already <laughs> jumped on there. So uh, <laughs> we're watching it on Prime. So I'm glad we got this one in. Uh, but yeah. So that's why we 
we originally wanted to save this for a while, but we're doing it today. We're doing it. Um, two, second Kronk fact, fact, slash Patrick Warburton fact, um, he's a huge Disney fan, so he was, like, amped as shit to do this. Uh, third fact, his parents legit think their son is going to hell. <laughs> what? Like they think Patrick Warburton also, is going to hell? MTV.com articles. So they take, legitimately think he's going, like okay. Patrick Warburton is going to hell? I'll read it. Uh, albeit not for portraying Kronk, Emerald, um, at Emerald City Comic Con, Warburton said, my parents actually do believe that my soul is in peril and that I'm really going to hell for being in Family Guy. A different really? cartoon. Um, his mother has actively tried to cancel the show and has even filed formal complaints to the FCC. What? This is also <laughs> a sketch on, or this is, this is a thread on Seinfeld. To, my mom's trying to cancel my show. No, that he's going to hell. Oh, because he's, because oh, yeah, he's he dating in, Elaine. Oh, he is. And he's is like, in, you're the one's going to hell, not me. <laughs> that was, She's that like, was, I'm not going to hell. You're going to hell. That was pretty close. No way. Yeah, and then she does the whole, like, oh, I'm going to hell, and she does, like, the horns. The horns, yeah. She's like, ah. It's like, babe, you're going to hell, not me. So this is actually a thread in Seinfeld, Seinfeld too. Yeah. Oh, well, there it is. Um, <laughs> All right, now the cronk fact. Uh, oh, this is a cronk. I guess I didn't read these well. Um, <laughs> the fourth fact is when asked by a fan if it was tricky to learn squirrel... Because I guess he speaks squirrel in the movie. Yeah. Um, he broke out his best cronk and said... Um, his best cronk is it's, just him. It's just him. <laughs> well, I've got to tell you, you really should be well-versed in the languages of all woodland creatures. <laughs> it's really hard as a woman <laughs> to do this. To get that deep. <laughs> Voice is naturally high. Too, we also so. really, this is like built for bacon. I know it's, it's so built for bacon sad. to come on and be like, yeah, this be worse than all the ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, fifth fact: this is kind of common, but he never met David Spade or um, Eartha Kid while he was filming. They he's were like ha- never. He's in, half lucky. Yeah, he. They were never in the same studio. Uh, yeah, but he has been in a movie with Eartha Kid before. That's the sixth fact. That's odd. Um, he said, Eartha Kit and I never worked together in the studio. They would record us individually, but I had done a movie with Eartha Kit in South Africa, and this was one of the most horrible films ever made in the history of mankind called... <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> what is that? Dragon Nard. Nard! No way. Nard! <laughs> it's called Dragon Nard? Dragon Nard! I can't believe how much this podcast keeps folding in on itself. Help. This world we build just continues to make sense. Bonk. It really Bonk. is like we're we spinning need, a top. We really honestly need like a big giant chart with a bunch of red string. We do. <laughs> putting oh my God. all the connections together. Oh my God. Dragon Nard. Dragon Nard. Put it on the list. 418 Nard. Put it on the list. Watch it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is in the um, ASPS universe, but it's definitely a bad movie. If you can call a phone number that has Nard in it, <laughs> then we can watch Dragon Nard, okay? <laughs> okay? Fine. We'll add it to the list. Have it in the list. And then next time Bacon's in town or whatever, we'll do Dragon Nard. I know. He's going to be so pissed off that we... And then he can just do all we... the Patrick Wharton Burton when we talk about facts about Dragon Nard. <laughs> he all, I mean, like all of us, he really loves terrible movies. And yeah. if Patrick is saying it's a bad one, I mean, yeah, it's we got to watch it. Yeah, it's got to be a bad it. one. Um, but yeah, those are all the facts. All right. The Kronk facts from MTV.com. Thanks, MTV. Thanks, for MTV. For that uh, incredible coverage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, also, are we oh, doing fan mail? We're doing fan mail. He's a good, hardworking boy. Let him bring in your mail. <laughs> you get so excited about <laughs> Let him ready. bring in your mail. Let him bring in your mail. Let him move in with you. Okay. All right. Ready? So we have fan mail from a fan named Ian in Canada. So he writes, this letter is one I've been meaning to write for a long time. 
And after a teary-eyed 100th episode, I made sure I sat down to send it off. I've been putting it off because I don't think I have the ability to express how incredible all of you are and how much this silly show means to me. I've been listening to Bacon's work since the Try This podcast days and have been following Adam Sandler Please Stop as best I could since day one. Around the time that Try This came out, I left my dream job to relocate and support my partner who was struggling with her mental health and depression at the time. It was a difficult, challenging time in my life that didn't leave a lot of room for self-care and saw me sequestering my passions and working the kinds of jobs and conditions I'd spent my whole life trying to avoid. I didn't have a lot of time to live life, and my days were filled with long commutes and the scouring sadness of being unable to heal the one you love as much as you'd wish you could. I have to say, I sent this to um, Caleb and Bacon. I got this in my email at work, and I was like... Like gutted by these yeah, words. The it's, eloquence of which it's written is really beautiful. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah. He continues. Sorry to interrupt your your thoughts, Ian. How this relates to you guys is that all of you were the glowing beacons of laughter and light that films filled some crippling commutes and marathon work days, which softened the hardships I was enduring. It's been an absolute pre- pleasure being able to listen to your content. I grew up watching Adam Sandler's movies, and like the rest of your avid listeners, I found your premise such a fun and novel idea. I think I stopped caring about Adam Sandler movies somewhere around Big Daddy. I remember my mom taking me to his cartoon movie, Eight Crazy Nights, or whatever it's called, and apologized <laughs> and apologized for asking her to take me as soon as the movie ended. <laughs> It's so sweet. It is very sweet. I remember feeling embarrassed that this kind, gentle woman had to watch cartoon tears <laughs> shit themselves on screen. Uh, and I still feel an awkward uh, sadness at how the old man was treated. Yes. That movie is just the worst. I don't think I could have stomached even revisiting some of those scenes <laughs> without the comedic chemistry and joy you both you both bring to or you both brought after each 30 minute segment. I would be so excited for the iPhone notification I would receive that would tell me I'd um, tell me oh that we have a new episode that I'd be smiling and laughing on my way to work, or that the stress of a challenging day would be melting away as I drove home to the sound of these men, these men. <laughs> He's quoting one of our earliest episodes, which is so funny. Um, it's been a few years now, and I'm happy to say that everything's worked out. Yay! Yeah. Congrats, Ian. Uh, instead of your podcast soothing the anxiety of challenging days ahead, it's now an old friend as I fly between my research sites in the Arctic, back Jeez. where we belong. I was saddened to hear that Bacon was moving, but I'm sure it was for the right opportunities, and I want to wish him well. I'll always be grateful for the laughter you guys gave me, and continue to do so. It's been fun re-listening to old episodes with my wife and reflecting on how far we've come since we first heard them. Wherever you all end up, I hope you are proud of what you guys have produced and please let me know or and please know how thankful I am for your humor and dedication to your craft. You are all charming and delightful people. Old healthy choice labels is an ongoing bit <laughs> in my house. I don't think anyone but me knows why it's funny, but a laugh's a laugh. If you're ever in the greater Brooklyn area, <laughs> Canada's Arctic, yep. <laughs> he says, let me know. Thanks for everything, Ian. Man, that's so sweet. Ian, thank you so much for writing in. I wanted to read that whole thing just because it was so, um, it was so beautiful and heartfelt. Yeah. And uh, I think it's easy as comedians who produce a little known but somewhat known podcast to feel like uh, what we do doesn't matter very mm-hmm. much. Um, that we're just like giggling into the void yeah um but this is a nice reminder that what we put into the world does matter and affects people even if it's like small and i'm so glad like he was going through a really hard time and the fact that we're like giggling about nard and healthy choice labels and the greater brooklyn area made him like made his life better that's that's heavy yeah i mean uh yeah it was so uh, when I read it for the first time, I just was shook by how, like I mentioned, how eloquent and um, beautifully it was written. Um, but then to hear how, you know, uh, this helped him get it through a tough time. And uh, so I, I'm glad that you're doing better. I'm so grateful for that. And I'm glad that this maybe helped you get through that. And to your point, you know, 
we this isn't a live show. We talk into nothingness. Right. And <laughs> we hope someone <laughs> hears it, but we don't know the impact of, of what we say until we get feedback like that. And it's just amazing to hear. So thank you for taking the time to write it and, and expressing so beautifully how you were feeling, what you were going through. Yeah. And I mean, so so many of us have gone through a hard time and you have like those things you cling to like yeah. uh that just help you through and to <laughs> to think that like ours was his yeah, yeah. his like little lifeboat is uh so incredible so again thank you ian for writing in i'm like kind of getting choked up so we're gonna <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna move on but thank yeah. you so much thank you so um, much ian. it was so sweet and it means so much that you took the time to write that yeah we really really appreciate it and uh we love you and uh I'm so glad that you and your wife are are giggling about healthy choice labels. Uh. <laughs> and Bacon says, uh, uh, <laughs> groovy, baby. <laughs> we haven't even watched it. You're quoting the, the groovy, movie. Baby. I remember that. Uh, and I remember Bacon doing this dumb bit. Bacon, <laughs> I feel bad because Bacon, I think, really loves this movie. I, I think he if he could be here, so he would want to be here. So fuck you, Bacon. <laughs> We love Bacon so much, but also we've been ragging on him so hard. We've been hard. ragging on him lately. Um, and for that, I'm sorry, Bacon. And if you want to rag on Bacon, <laughs> call 1-800-NARD. I do need to remember so that. I know. I do need to remember the number. And one day I will. Uh, if you want to write us like uh, our friend Ian or call in, you can call in at 405-418-NARD. 1-800-NARD. <laughs> You can email us at adamsandlerpleasestop at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Twitter at sandlerpleasestop. That's P-L-S, stop. Um, okay, I think we're ready to watch this movie. Caleb, uh, you've seen this movie. I've seen this Long movie. Long time ago, though. It's been a minute since mm-hmm. we've watched it. Um, yeah. Do Is there anything else to... I, I'm excited. I We've been watching a lot of garbage. And mm-hmm. so we were considering this one another film that... Uh, I think we were both excited to watch either one, but um, I'm just excited to actually kind of enjoy and sit back rather than be like, when is this fucking thing going to end? Yeah. And the reef was terrible and, and down Periscope was mediocre at best. I feel like we're going to have some, uh, some fun memories of like early aughts pop culture. Oh, bring it on. You know? Yeah. Let's rock. That's going to be fun. I'm game for that. So, yeah, the format, we watch the show together, stopping it every 30 minutes to discuss it so far. Each of us has one stop card that we can use to pause the movie before that 30 minutes is up, just in case there's something we need to talk about. Um, I'm not sure we're going to use any stops on this one. I don't think so either. But uh, let's let's watch Emperor's New Groove. Groovy, baby. Uh-huh, uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Long ago, in a faraway land, there was a prosperous kingdom ruled by a young emperor. Ha! Boom, baby! He had a serious attitude. You threw off my groove. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the Emperor's groove. Sorry. An evil advisor. By the way, you're fired. I'll take over and rule the Empire. And one major problem. I'll just poison him with this. Uh. Hey, Kronk, can you top me off, pal? Be a friend? (laughs) A llama? He's supposed to be dead! Yeah, weird. Take him out of town and finish the job. Now, his only hope is a humble peasant. Demon Llama! Demon Llama? Where? Ah! You kidnapped me! Why would I kidnap a llama? You're the criminal mastermind, not me. What? Tell me Cusco's dead. Ow! Well, 
It's not as dead as we would have hoped. No, 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 break. You're safe now. <laughs> or not. No touchy. <laughs> Why did I risk my life for a selfish brat like you? Now I feel really bad. Bad llama. Ooh. I'm me. The Emperor's got a new look. <laughs> a new partner. We're gonna have to work together to get out of this. You know, it's a good thing you're not a big fat guy, or this would be really difficult. <laughs> and a brand new groove. Walt Disney Pictures presents <laughs> The Emperor's New Groove. Uh-oh. Don't tell me. We're about to go over a huge waterfall. Yep. Sharp rocks at the bottom? Most likely. Bring it on. Booyah! Hey, everybody. We are back. We watched 32 minutes of Emperor's New Groove. And I'll tell you what. Nope, I'm not. I'm going to ask you how we feeling. Good. Yeah? Yeah, it's it's a happy little film. <laughs> it is a happy little film. I mean, it's there's like not really any stakes to it. It's just like you know everything's going to turn out fine at the end. It's fine. Um I thought I'd like, like it more than I would have when yeah, we started this podcast. It just seems like fun and for kids. Yeah. It's very I mean, this is the year 2000, but it's very 90s with, like, the, like, the booyah and, like, <laughs> no touchy, no touchy. Like, David Spade's, like, little isms yeah. are very 90s. It's, yeah, it's very uh, Spade's idiocentric. Yes. Um, yeah, I think it's fine. I really just expected more. I, don't, I think I liked it more when I watched it when I was in, uh... In, in high school but i i i expected a little bit more i'm not quite enjoying it as much as i wanted to yeah i mean the highlight has been cronk oh <laughs> hell yeah the highlight is a hundred percent been Patrick warburg yeah <laughs> no i i uh he's gotten so many of my one-liners that i wrote down that i absolutely love name like, them i'm on list it. them off i'm on it oh i can feel it <laughs> Oh, yeah, when he's holding up the poison and she's like, can you feel it? Oh, oh, I can feel it. I can feel it. The other line that got me was really good. Did you see that sky today? Talk about blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> you had to go away from the mic to laugh at that. Because <laughs> it's a good line. Did you see that sky today? Talk about blue. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I also, for the first, it took us a while to adjust to Patrick Warburton because every time he said a line, you and I would start laughing, yes. being like, "That's so bacon." Yeah, <laughs> we had the giggles at first for sure. <laughs> Took a while to adjust, uh, but Patrick Warburton is by far the star. Yes, and his whole scene with getting um, Cusco. Yeah, David Spade, Cusco, Cusco. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, his whole scene and getting Cusco, Cusco, Cusco uh, to turn into a llama poison him was fantastic just mm -hmm. the just him going over and mixing the poison and that shot that shot yeah. that animation then we got really the spinach cool. puffs then we got the spinach puffs yeah yeah and we got that it just he's just i think stealing the show i think he's just the best part of the film so far i pointed I like out the kid too oh, i love her voice acting it's really She's good really good in this too um and <laughs> i pointed out to you that i don't understand why when <laughs> They turned David Spade into a llama that they kept his, like, bob haircut. He has, like, as a character, uh, when he's a human, he's, like, a man, but has, like, a woman's bob haircut. Yeah. Um, which, if you don't know what that is, it's, like, when women's hair is short and, like, right at their shoulders um, and all one length. So... <laughs> They keep that when yep. he turns into a llama and he just like 
looks all llama, but then has, it's like a llama wearing a wig. Yeah, it's weird because he already has hair. He right. has a lot of hair. Yeah, they have fur. It took me a second to like, <laughs> to realize what you're talking about because I was like, he does have like I was a like, bob why does that... on top yeah. of already. Why does that llama have a bob? Yeah. Why yeah. do they do that? Why do they animate it like that? Like yeah. we already know it's him. Why do they need to put the bob on? Yeah. On the llama. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So the whole story, if you've never seen Emperor's New Groove, is that there is this Incan. Yes. <laughs> Incan Emperor uh, Cusco. Yeah. Kelly Cusco. Um, from- Costco. <laughs> Costco, um, who has a membership. Yes. And uh, no, uh, uh, so uh, Cusco, Emperor Cusco is a kind of a dipshit, uh, spoiled, um, and he <clears throat> um, runs Incan Empire. Yes. And you uh, <laughs> kept turning, me, turning to me when we were watching this, and you're like, uh, what is this? Uh, is this based on um, uh, Incan? A- Aztec? Incan? Incan? Inca, Incan, Aztec, Aztecian? And I was like, yes. I was, But then I was like, this isn't like an Inca myth, though. And you were like, no, no, no I don't No, I that. don't think it's an Inca myth. <laughs> I just want to know what empire it was. But yes, it is the Incan Empire. And so he's spoiled and awful, but he has a couple of advisors, played by Eartha Kitt. And her mm-hmm. name is... Yzma. Yzma. And Kronk. Yeah. Which is Kronk her is her henchman, yeah. Um, and, uh, she's trying to take, kind of move in on him a little bit, uh, and his, uh, emperor ability. And, uh, so he yeah. fires her and Kronk. Yeah. Kronk, Cusco Kronk. fires Yzma. Yeah. And Yzma, to get back at him, tries to kill him, but it turns out, oops-a-doodle. oops uh, doodle <laughs> The, like, potion was <laughs> extract of It was llama. Llama, llama extract. Which apparently turns you into so if a you, llama. If you ha- what is llama extract? I assume it's just part of a llama put into right. a bottle. But what part? I don't know. What part is vanilla extract? <laughs> <laughs> you just grind up <laughs> vanilla. I mean, good good counterpoint. <laughs> and when I drink vanilla. Extract. I don't turn into a vanilla, other than I'm just like a white <laughs> vanilla human being. <laughs> I'm imagining. <laughs> I'm imagining you drinking vanilla extract from the bottle, which would be so sweet. Too I, but sweet. I would, no, I would love it. <laughs> but then turning into like a little shriveled bean. <laughs> but that's what they're saying, is it not? He drinks van- he drinks llama extract <laughs> and he turns into a llama with like thick glasses on it and, and a bob like... haircut. <laughs> I'm Kayla. But that's you what they're talk saying. About marble. I'm Kayla. Vanilla bean. That's Kayla. what they're saying. Is if you yeah, if yeah. you eat vanilla or drink vanilla extract, like if you well, they're just saying yeah, extract of something extract of llama extract of and that turns you into what it ever is an ex- extract of. i mean i think they're an extraction of <laughs> i think they're throwing around extract a little loosely you then know? what is extract i think it's just a potion i think she there's like a, a magic afoot if you <laughs> <laughs> they don't call it extract call it the llama i know potion. i i agree they should not call it extract that you're right but they, they fucked up. <laughs> they so fucked we, up. Eartha, Eartha was in the booth. She called it extract, and they didn't do another take. And they didn't. They were just like they didn't do another take. We can get, so I don't know if we can get Eartha to say potion. So well, yeah. well, then he takes it. He turns into a llama mm-hmm. with a human bob. Yes, and then gets thrown away into a a burlap bag. Yes, which then oh, and we have Pancha. Yes, uh, and it ends up on, like, the cart of a peasant that Cusco had told off earlier and uh, told him that he was going to make a pool on top of his home. Cusco-topia? Yeah. Cusco-topia. A really Cus-topia. nice... Would... Cusco-topia. We're, we're <laughs> workshopping the name. <laughs> we'll have um, a pitch meeting later. Yeah. 
yeah, he's going to build a a pool on top of Pacha's home. Yeah. Pacha's pissed. But he leaves. Yeah. Dejected to go home to his family. Um, and turns out Cusco was on the back of his cart. Yep. The whole time. In a burlap sack. So they meet up and then. Uh, now we're to the part where uh, there was the reveal that like. David Spade slash Cusco is a llama. He goes off in the woods by himself. Pacha saves him. And now they're on like a buddy cop journey back to back Where? to the palace. Yep. So that's how it works. That's yep. the, that's caught up on everything. Um, that's the plot of this film. And then hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. Although not much. Not a ton of laughs. No. Um, you at the beginning said <laughs> when um, the like the... When Yzma's backstabbing was happening and um, Kronk was, you know, Kronkin'. Yeah. Uh, you said, this is like the cartoon version of Succession, <laughs> which was, was so funny because I'm in the midst of binging Succession As and you're I. totally right. Kronk uh, is kind of a Greg, Greg character, but I yeah. wouldn't say Yzma is a, a Mike. No. No, no. Isma's more of a shiv. More of a shiv for for sure, and maybe like episode nine, season one, Kendall, <laughs> like real ready to backstab and yeah. take over everything. Yeah, that's a nice combo. And then I feel like honestly, Cusco is that his name. Yeah, he's from the Incan. Incan, yes, yes. Incan. I feel like he's kind of if. Um, and if you're not Succession fans, I apologize. <laughs> kind of a Roman? I, they, yes! Yeah, Roman. hundred <laughs> uh, percent a Roman if Roman were in charge of Wayfair. Totally. Not Wayfair. Is it Wayfair? Uh, it's Waystar. 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 Royco. Royco, that's right. Um, so I feel that's the, that's the situation that we're dealing with here. Yeah. I like that we've. I can't wait for more succession crossover. We'll work it in. <laughs> we'll work it in. Um, if you're not watching succession, it's a fantastic show. It's, yeah, I'm in the midst of it. And uh, I thought the first few episodes, I was like, oh, I don't know about it, yeah, this. Yeah, it takes a bit to get into Um, it. But then it ramped up. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. And it I'm gets good. in. Yeah. It's one of those that take a bit, but then once you're in, you're in. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, where we kind of left off is you've uh, you've got an axe to grind with this movie. I was really irritated about this. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Break it down for us. Okay, so um, David Spade, Cusco? Yeah, Costco. Uh, Costco. <laughs> um, he decides to trape off into the wilderness to walk back to the to the Incan temple or whatever. His, his palace, yeah. His palace. And in the midst of that, he falls into uh, the woods, and he discovers a small squirrel. Mm-hmm. And the squirrel gives him... The squirrel's perfectly kind and nice and gives him a little nut. Yeah. Which I'm not even sure that squirrels exist. Another in problem the, I have... Like, jungle? In South America. Yeah, the Amazon I'm not sure jungle, that there yeah. are Incan... Uh, there were squirrels in the Incan time period mm-hmm. of South America. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not a historian, nor am I any sort of... Right. Squirrels are on many continents, though. I are say. they? Yeah. Not just in North America? Yeah. They're also in South America? Uh, yeah, South America and Europe. I believe I saw some when I was in China. Yeah. I saw tons of monkeys. Weird, weird sidebar, China doesn't have rabbits, really. That doesn't necessarily surprise me. Um, I, I had friends come here, come to Chicago for the IO intensive from yeah. China. Yeah. And they were like, I'm so excited to see rabbits. I saw so many today. And I was like, really? But you know what? But they don't have them. So I they know. were, they were jacked as hell to see the rabbits. Well, but I was jacked as hell to see the rabbits coming from Texas. I, rabbits oh. just running around was not something that exists in Texas at all. You don't all. even have those jackrabbits? Nope. No? Nope. Those dusty old. We have fucking armadillos. Oh, oh. Those are so cute. No, they're disgusting. They look so cute. No, they're disgusting. They're like, they're like if like over like it. They're like if toenails had hair. They're disgusting. They're, they have cute little faces. No, they're disgusting like and they're them. weird and they roll up in balls and stuff. I mean, don't kill them or hit them with cars. That's when I saw them. Is when like they're oh. a lot of roadkill. But uh, but they're weird. They're weird they're creatures. They're like little hairy balls. I think they're cute. Testicles. 
No testicles walking around. That's cute. To each their own. Anyway, we got our, we got we got wrapped around armadillos right, looking yeah. like testicles. There are there's a squirrel. He yes. gives a nut to Cusco. Cusco's like, "Fuck you! I don't want your nut." Throws right. it back at the squirrel. Yeah. So then Cusco ends up in the middle of a den of pumas, panthers, panthers, panthers. Um, ends up in a den of panthers, and the squirrel comes back, and the squirrel pulls out a balloon, <laughs> like a a clown, yeah, like party a clown, balloon. like long balloon that you twist into like. Animals. Uh, objects. Yeah. Animals, yeah. Balloon animals. And I don't... There's two moments in this film that I was like, what the fuck is happening? This was one of the moments where I was like, why the fuck does he have a balloon animal? Like a balloon to blow up. There, pla- the plastic doesn't exist. Like it was too <laughs> anachronistic for me to buy into it at all. The second thing that's weird to me is like you brought up the... the uh, the line dancing with the yeah river, river dance. dance and you were like well that's anachronistic and i was like but but like but it doesn't consist of materials that didn't exist during that time period in any way and i know it's like cartoonish but it just doesn't make any sense to me that there's like i mean i i i get what you're saying but like i feel like movies that are in this style do this a lot really yeah like i mean think about mulan all of eddie murphy stuff isn't he like pulling out shit and doing weird funky like bits that don't have anything that would never like he does stuff and references stuff that would not exist in ancient china first of all i'm gonna say this very quick i've never seen Mulan. oh dear i know i need to see it it's a good one i know i believe you great songs i know that's fantastic why songs. that's why i'm embarrassed to admit it that's why i'm speaking softly okay and go on people just don't hear me i get that does he pull out any, like, I understand references. Like, Aladdin had references that were, like, anachronistic. But does he ever pull out anything that is not of that time period? I can't directly recall, but if you you saying Aladdin, like, Genie does a, t- like, pulls shit out of his He's magical. He's magical. He's magical. <laughs> He's magical. But this is, a, this is taking place in a magical scenario. So, I don't know. It's is just, it? It's just a cartoon. I don't know. I had a huge I'm, problem with this. I don't I know why really, I did, but I'm still... I'm going to process it, and I'm going to get you a well-written like, letter as to why I believe this. <laughs> a magical thing has happened where a man with a bob turned into a llama with a bob. Like, I know, and I still have a problem with the extract. <laughs> I do have a problem with that, too. <laughs> I don't understand how the extract then turns him into a llama. But I especially had a problem with pulling out a balloon animal and and doing that that bothered me a lot and i'm gonna figure out why and i'm gonna articulate it better okay that happened yeah that happened and you were upset and i was very upset about it and i can't quite illustrate how but i will get back to you and i will explain this uh other than that i wrote why the fuck does a squirrel have a balloon other than that eartha kit's really great really great voice acting she's a she was a sexy little fox yeah, we were looking at pictures during... She's hot. I mean, they definitely drew her as, like, skin spread thin over bone. Yeah. But she, like, was still killing it. Her voice acting is, is did not let up. She right. was still, like, sharp and quick and very funny. She's great, and uh, Patrick Warburton is great. Yeah. David Spade's fine. I mean, he's cast well for what he's supposed to do. A sniveling little shit? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he's good at. Mm-hmm. And John Goodman's a national treasure. Yeah. And he's a a large, kind man. And I believe it. Yeah. Believe it too. Other than that, the film's fine so far. Yeah. It's not... I don't know. I expected more. Yeah. It's not as good as I remember. Yeah, me too. Um, that said, should we get back to it? I think we shall. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. Ah, how shall I do it? Oh, I know. I'll turn him into a flea. A harmless little flea. And then I'll put that flea in a box. And then I'll put that box inside of another box. And then I'll nail that box to myself. And when it arrives, I'll smash it with a hammer. It's brilliant, 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 I tell you. Genius, I say. Or to save on postage, I'll just poison him with this. Take it, Kronk. <laughs> feel the power. Oh, I can feel it. Our moment of triumph approaches. <laughs> it's dinner time. Um. Okay. <laughs> we're uh, we're back. Uh, surprise. We just powered through the second, the whole rest of the movie because there were the. We'd only have 12 minutes after the second stop, so... Yeah, the uh, the movie's only an hour 18 minutes. Um, yeah. So we just decided we'd power through it and just watch the extra, you know, 12 minutes or whatever. Right. Um, so let's... <laughs> Overall, this wasn't as good as I remember. No, it wasn't. It's too... Childish. It, like, just really doesn't give a shit no and there's really moments of really lazy writing yes and it's not quite as clever as i remember it to be yeah it's very childish very very childish yeah very immature it's not really meant for adults it feels it doesn't feel like a disney movie it feels more like like different studios animated movies you know what but i just finished a book where they were talking about the pixar the the, so this was in a time period in which disney was not doing good animated films and eventually the guy that took that that ran pixar took over and then kind of rebooted the whole animation field john lasseter maybe maybe i think so that sounds really familiar um, and so there was a series of films that were doing not very well that were these animated Disney films. Okay, but if you say, listen, I don't want to hear any ill words against Tarzan because that's one of the best soundtracks. <laughs> that soundtrack fucking is slaps. Is that, and if anybody else... Is that Genesis? Yeah. it's Well, it's Phil Collins. It's Phil Collins, right. But um, if you disagree... You know what? What? You, you, what, Marie? You, you can you can shove it. Wow! I Harsh love, words from Marie. Yeah, I love Tarzan's soundtrack so much. It's so good. Trash in the camp. Great track. Never seen it, but unlike Milan, I, I, that's one I don't care that I I'm not embarrassed to have not seen Tarzan. I mean, you shouldn't. You should just feel sad that you're missing out on such a great. <laughs> is that in it uh yeah i no it's not <laughs> he can feel it killing in the air today. oh no <laughs> um yeah i was really disappointed in this yeah me too really disappointed so recap real quick not anything that you probably couldn't have guessed but Obviously, uh, Pancha uh, rescues Cusco and is like, I'll take you back to the palace. We'll work all this shit out. They get on the way back. They agree. They make a handshake on it. They agree. We whatever. We'll we'll figure. I yeah. won't ruin your your home. There's a double cross. They right. get out of it. They're still on their merry way. They run into Kronk and Yzma. Who are looking for them. Yes. There's a whole diner sequence Mm of farcical nature. Very farcical in the diner. Um, Um, And then they race back to the palace. Yes. And there's a whole farcical thing about getting the potion, the extract, the human extract. Yes. Which just sounds like shit. (laughs) It 
so <laughs> it literally sounds trip. like shit <laughs> it sounds like i go to the doctor and they're like hey here's a can we get a, some human extract for- <laughs> <laughs> tell me about your extract yeah uh, is it regular yeah is it re- <laughs> <laughs> is your extract regular because if not you know, sometimes drinking coffee in the morning helps you. Oh, yeah. Get I mean... a good extract out. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to consider X-Lax for your extract. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I mean, Cusco turns back into a human yeah. after, like, just a sucker punch of farcical shit for the viewer. Insane amount. <laughs> I mean, at one point, at one point, they have like a map up on screen of Cusco and Poncho running, and they show little yes, dots, little dots, and then they have uh, Isma and Kronk running after them. But the the two two problems is like I know they're chasing them. You don't need to show me a map, right? Of them Why are you them. showing us this? Yeah. Second, the paths in which they are taking, there is only one path up the mountain. <laughs> so I'm like. Yeah, where else would the fuck they go? Right. Why do you have to show us this on a map? It was super And then they, like, Yzma and Kronk realize they're making, like, blue dots. Mm -hmm. And they're like, huh? Huh? Shruggy. Yeah. And, like, he, like... (sighs) And then when they get there, when when Cusco and Pancha get there and they get to the place where the potions are being held. I'm calling them potions, not extract. Um, they Isma and and Kronk had already gotten there, right? And they say, "How did you beat us?" And they don't have an answer for it. Yeah, they're just like, "Huh, I don't know." Yeah, that is weird. And I'm like, "What fucking lazy ass writing?" Just to be like, "Yeah, we are here first, though." So whatever, because reasons. Yeah. So it just. It wasn't as good as I remember it to be. I was really disappointed because I was looking forward to, like, an actual enjoyable film. I mean, it wasn't bad considering the trash we've been watching. Yeah. But it wasn't, didn't live up to my standards. It it wasn't really that fun. It really wasn't. Um, I don't know. I mean, thinking about this, I'm drawing kind of a lot of parallels to the Hotel Transylvania movies. <laughs> Weirdly. Okay. Because, um... Like, I'm thinking about kids seeing this in a theater, and I do think they would really, like, get a kick out of the the dumb stuff, basically, that we were talking about. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of Hotel Transylvania was like that, where it's like, this is really rough, but, like, kids just, like, laugh at stuff. They laugh at anything. Yeah. That's unfortunate because we it's, should be sharpening our I palate. Know, I know. We should have a sharp comedic If anything, palate. that's a good argument for us to have kids. So they're, they're so they better than this sharp comedic talent. <laughs> yeah. so, so we can teach them to be better than this. I mean, there's just so many moments where I was like, you could hide, you could put stakes on that. Like, there's a moment where, what is it? Mishka? Ishka? 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 Yzma? Yzma. Yzma and Kronk go to Pontius. Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> Where spect- special victims unit goes to the the home of of Pancha. Yes, and there could be a, a suspenseful moment of like, oh, possibly shit. holding this family some Ho- sort of hostage yeah. or something like that. But the family's so smarter than the villains that the villains aren't ever a threat. Correct. And at one point, they take out a floor waxer. Yes. <laughs> To thwart Isma, and that's where I realized my point of the balloon. I'm like, why not? If you're gonna bring out like an actual plastic balloon that looks exactly like a 20th century balloon or 21st century balloon, then like let then and you get then then make the floor plug the floor waxer into the wall, make it a fucking modern floor waxer. What's the difference? I mean, like, but we already went over it. Like this movie doesn't give a shit. Yes, it it has rules and breaks them immediately just yes. for the sake of like the funnies kind of cheap jokes very cheap jokes because i'm like i didn't have a problem if you brought out a balloon that was somehow like an animal or like that you manipulated into a balloon or something like that like i'm not opposed to i think the idea of an a- anachronistic thing if you map it 
Like that's yeah, where I'm the like, diner scene is heavy mapping. Yes, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm. But then there's randomly like, why do you have a toaster? Right. Like you're almost there. I think is my problem. I I get it, but also like what I'm saying is that this movie sets up that there are no rules from the jump. Like everything's just fluff, and nothing's really taken seriously. I think we're agreeing. So that's why I don't care. Yeah. But I think we are agreeing in the sense that I think it's really lazy and they could do better. Yeah. I'm not saying it's great. I don't like enjoy it. I'm just like, it doesn't matter to me because nothing matters to them. Like to to the world, to these writers, to anybody. And I understand that now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what pissed me off though. What? They did Eartha wrong. Yo, yep, this is one of the notes we got to talk about. Um, Yzma's boobs. So damn saggy. saggy. And there's like just one. It's a pointy one. It's a pointy one. And it's sagging bagging. It ain't right. And I have to tell you right now, Eartha Kit deserves better because at one point she was a sex kitten. She's so hot. Yeah. The pictures I was looking at, even when she was old, she was hot. Oh, she was a sex kitten when she was older. Like... Damn. I mean, I was like, that's a, why I was a 10 year old, but when I was watching Ernest Scared Stupid, Daddy got a little boingy boy. <laughs> Daddy got a little boingy boy for Eartha. <laughs> She's an old witch lady or something. Oh my God. Um, also, at one point during uh, the. The kind of chase, it's like right before. Which one? Sleep- There's actually a lot of chases yeah, in this. They're, when they're sleeping in the tents, like. Uh, Yzma's in her own big yes, tent and, yes. and Kronk is in a tiny tent. Ha ha, comedy. Yeah. Um, Kronk, <laughs> Kronk wakes her up and she's wearing a face mask mm-hmm. with like the uh, cucumbers Cucumber. on the eyes. Um, an old timey 2000s face mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kronk is like, Ugh! and at that point I said, oh, this is a, the year 2000 before we had respect for face masks. Yeah. Because <laughs> now... Yo, everybody's doing them. And I, if you're not, you a fool. I'm going to be honest with you. My girlfriend turned me on to face masks. They're actually great. They're great. And it's re- and skincare it's great is so important. Skin. Yes. Self-care. Self, self-care is skincare. Yeah. Skin, your greatest organ. It biggest really organ is. It's the largest body. organ on your body. Yeah. And you know what? You should take care of your body and keep you young and youthful. It. You lotion it. You we found that, found that out from Overboard. What was it? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I told Bacon, <laughs> you got to lotion your neck. You or, really or else do. you'll have a Milton Burl. You have a Milton Burl fucking skin graft. Yeah, neck. Ta- just a skin tag that's your entire neck. <laughs> yeah. One of my coworkers, because me and another co- coworker were talking about how much we moisturize our skin, which is mm-hmm. I lotion my entire body every time I get out of the shower. So okay. that's just usual. Fun, fun. Um, but he was like, <laughs> he was like, oh, we were talking about our work, like, locker rooms. Um, the locker room sounds weird. They're just, like, the gym facilities that we have. Okay. And there's, like, a nice locker area with, like, so, like deodorant and lotion and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about lotioning, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, sometimes I use those facilities, like, just to lotion my legs after working out. And me and my friend were like, your legs? <laughs> and not, not anywhere else? And he's like, yeah, like, what else would need lotion? And I was like, Elbows, everywhere, knees, everywhere, neck, everywhere needs yeah. lotion. Always, all the time. Yeah. Men, please, lotion yourselves. Honestly, get a face mask. Get a, like, They're a, so a tar- nice. Just go to Target and get one of those, like, They're so cheap drink too. a water face mask. It's so great. Sit yeah. down, watch yourself an episode of Secession, and put on a face mask. <laughs> it's great. Decide whether you're a Shiv, a Kendall, a Jerry. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Stewie. Who? Stewie is the one that um, starts the bear hug with uh, that other guy, the Roy's enemy. He's on the board. He has, like, dark black hair. Oh. Is that's he, Stewie. Is it the one that does cocaine a lot? That's Kendall. Kendall. <laughs> no, Kendall does it, but but Stewie supplies the cocaine to Kendall Yeah, sometimes. he did. Yeah. Stewie was supplying it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, go get yourself. You can go to the ding-dang dollar store and get some face masks. Let's go to Target. They're, like, two bucks. Again, dollar store. 
a or dollar. Target and spend a dollar more. You you can afford it. Just go. You please can. go lotion yourself. Your your skin Get, can afford. You can't not afford. Yeah, your you skin can, can't your, not afford. Your skin it. cannot afford you not doing face masks. Double negative. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to talk about the moment that there is a moment in the diner, and the diner scene is all over the place. It's yes. very. It's all physical bits. Mm-hmm. All of it. It's literally revolving door of farce. Yes. But there is a moment where they where where Cusco is dressed up as a woman. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> and has like a, a, a somewhat of a skirt on, I guess, or yes. some sort of dress on, and walks into the kitchen shaking the ass, shaking ass, <laughs> and somebody who's just at like the diner Sorry. countertop looks at Poncha, played by John Goodman, and goes, yeah. like. <laughs> Thumbs up. Nice. Nice fucking ass you got on that piece of ass right there. That made me laugh. That got me for a little bit. I laughed for like a good two minutes. It is kind of funny that he's like, yeah. Dad ass on that. You tapping that ass. (laughs) That's a big ass. Nice. Way to lock down that piece of meat. (laughs) That ass is so big it's like she's walking on four legs. Damn, dude. Damn. There ain't <laughs> enough S's for dad ass. In a cartoon. Ridiculous. In a children's cartoon. Ridiculous. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that's such it, really, weird, though. It was such a weird... I don't know. There was just so many moments where you... Later, the poison just hits the guards, or the, the the extract just hits the guards. So there is this whole scene that is kind of fun where they, like, are taking these extracts and trying to figure out. They all extracts. get mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> they all get mixed together, so they're, they're not labeled, even though the one that actually he drank was labeled because they literally showed the label of how it is a llama. Right. Extract. But all Again, the, this movie doesn't care. It doesn't care. But all the extracts are not... La- the rest, the ones that are left there are not labeled. So they all get lumped together. So they just start grabbing extracts. <laughs> and, and trying all of them. So so Davis Bay keeps turning into a bunch of different animals. Like a whale and like a bird and all these things. Mm-hmm, a turtle. A turtle. And hoping to... And I don't quite understand where... Like I don't understand how... They can't replicate human extract. But he, I mean, he finds it. He does. But like, why is it a big deal? I don't know. Because like. This, it doesn't explain like this movie. How do you make human extract? How do you make any of the extracts? How do you make any of the extracts? I don't know. It's weird. I, it's just, it's just All silly. the rules just seem cheap and right. easily breakable. But also like Cusco was changed by drinking it. Yeah, but then like it, one of the potions just hits the guards, and they and change they into change, a bunch of change into yeah. their animals. Yeah, the rules they just don't follow their. They own just rules. don't care. I'm gonna see what the Rotten Tomatoes score is on this because I don't, how many tomatoes it's got. Yeah, I'm gonna see all the tomatoes because <laughs> um, I just I remember I was really expecting to like this. More. I know, me too. And I it's don't kind of think a bummer. It's very good. So Emperor's New Groove, two thousand. 85%. 80 tomatoes? 85 tomatoes. 85 tomatoes. <laughs> and audiences loved it with a score of 83. Hmm, interesting. I don't like it. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I almost, maybe... I almost just said, maybe it was just that like the bar wasn't very high, but it was high back then. Yeah, there were a ton of movies back then. We had our, our Lion Kings, our Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it was a gilded age for Disney, Disney animation for a while. is yeah. the gold standard of animation. Right. So I pff, that yeah. doesn't hold any water. No, I, just, I don't know. I didn't like it very much. I was disappointed cuz I was really looking forward to like a game-changing movie that would really t- And not to say it's bad. It's not good. I I I expected more. Yeah. But I, agree. I shouldn't because we watched the fucking Reef and Down Periscope. And something else before that that was guarded. What was that animal movie with the talking animals with racing stripes? Racing stripes. I just had, I just had a thought. 
I think part of why this movie sucks is perhaps David Spade. He's as vanilla extract as you get. And it's not like, I mean, this feels like a role that's written for him, but like this person sucks. Yeah, he's a terrible, And yeah. they don't, like, they don't fully change and become, like, a likable person until the last two minutes of the film. Yeah. So you're not rooting for him. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, he's a bad person he's, in general. Yeah. It's not, it's just not fun. And you're supposed to feel bad that he, there, there is, like, this scene where he, like, goes to live amongst the llamas. Yeah. But and it lasts, like, two seconds. It does. And you're supposed to feel bad for him, and you really don't. And then Pancha, the only reason, it's not like he redeems himself and comes crawling back to Pancha and is like, you know what, I screwed up, and this is my fault, and I realized my mistake. Pancha is there being, Pancha is the golden character of this right. whole movie. He never loses his faith in humanity and his kindness and his goodness. And he goes back to Cusco being right. like, I knew you'd change. And I'm like, but if if Cusco doesn't want to change, then you going back to him and bailing him out is not going to make him right. change. Yeah. Like, it's he's they're just poorly written characters. Yeah. And it's just, it's all so hasty, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, in the beginning, they shake hands and... Literally two seconds later, he's like, "I was gonna fuck you over the yeah, whole time." Yeah, David Spade betrays him. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Maybe let more movie and more stuff happen before that happens. Yeah, so it has more weight. I don't know. It's just also hasty. It's a problematic. It's problematic. I also think David Spade's just really not very good. I think he's really. I think you could. I think he doesn't add anything to this movie in terms of casting him like you could have cast any bland white dude for this part right and, you, and john goodman is also not necessarily very well written and you don't even know why like the whole thing is that Cusco only cares about himself like mm -hmm. it's all about me 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 and it's like why right where's the why right. we we never get it and just at the very end we realize oh he cares about people and like he's friends with Pacha's whole family great but It'd be cool, like, it'd be a more of a true Disney movie yeah. if, like, he was super self-centered and then halfway through we, like, find out why right. and it, like, gives more humanity. He, here's a simple tactic, right? Uh, Cusco goes to live with Poncho's family and realizes that they're good people, realizes that his kids are good people, right? That he couldn't hurt people. He, he learns empathy, empathy through being with a family that loves each other. Mm -hmm. And that through that, he learns love. And perhaps his family in the past was more like, you know, a Logan Roy, where yeah. his dad didn't show him yes, love. He, yes. like, pitted him against... Other people, or like pitting them against his advisor, Isma. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I want to see because that. Because we don't I want to see, see that new groove. Because really, who is Isma to him? Right. Other than just, just some advisor. random advisor. Like, making it familiar, like uh, Lion King, right? Mm -hmm. Where you have this familiar, familial scar character yeah. that you're supposed to love and trust. Right. And, is, and betrays you. Yeah. Like, that is interesting but ismond is nothing to him an advisor means nothing right why why is frank, he an emperor a frank and a jerry right why do, they're just doing the grunt work why uh, what is it how is he an emperor what makes him an emperor how did he get this job I, well he does there's one throwaway line that's like my dad had this job before me so it's like clearly a, a lineage but you never see his dad no yeah you never see his mom you have no idea the, no why family. he is the way he is right you know, having a dad saying, character to either contrast him yeah. and say, I raised you better than this. You, you, you know, I don't expect you to, I expect you to carry on, but you're spoiled. Like kind of pointing out his flaws only for him to discover later, my dad was right. Mm -hmm. And maybe that is through Poncha's family or to have a father who is a dipshit and awful and terrible and him through a family watching a father father his parents or father his children and be a great dad, he learns that's the kind of ruler yeah. I want to be. Yeah. 
But there's none of that. It's so poorly written and cheap, and and I, I think it's not very good. It's not good. Sorry, I had to relate it back to Succession again. It was great. It was a great <laughs> analogy. With this whole, this is really just Emperor's New Groove slash. Succession. We wish it was Succession. <laughs> we wish we were at home watching Succession. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it would have been more productive for me to p- watch a few more. My girlfriend is in the other room, mad watching. that we're not watching Succession. <laughs> okay, well, um, let's. We don't have anything else to say. No, I think that's it. Um, should <laughs> I almost said Kevin Spade? Should David Spade stop? You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, David Spade, please, please stop. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.